Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Red Sox 4, Orioles nothing to go to the second inning. Austin Hayes batting first, and Gary Whitlock had a long time to sit as they're started through 40 pitches. Call strike one to Hayes. There's four homers hitting 283 as we welcome one of the newest members of the Red Sox Hall of Fame, former general manager Dan Duquette. Dan, great to see you. Great to see you, Joe. Great you, to be here. You've been with both of these teams as a GM, swing and a miss. <laughs> and uh, it was so nice to see you rewarded for the wonderful work you did. Not only the acquisitions, but the way uh, you changed the makeup, I think, of the baseball operations here. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that, Joe. And um, I appreciated your support on the committee. Well, thank you. Here's a throw to first by Devers on a one hopper, and Hayes is out. What a gun. Can be trying to trade for Devers right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did his name ever come up for the Orioles? His, his, name, his name came up, uh, I believe, in the context of Manny Machado when we were talking about Manny <laughs> Machado. It was, uh, but anyway, Devers doing great. He's getting better and better every time I see him. But, I, I, uh, Joe, we did turn around the Red Sox organization in terms of the diversity in, in, exactly, in, our, in our recruiting yeah. because we, we recruited on a worldwide basis and we based it on skill. And we set out to sign the best pitchers we could from all around the globe. We went to Taiwan. We went to Korea. We went to Japan. We went to Venezuela. We signed uh, Jorge De La Rosa out of Mexico. And then – when you're aggressive on international scouting, then you got to have some people that'll teach them, and you have all these players from all these different cultures, and different languages, and you have to teach them the culture of the organization and what it takes to win in Boston. So, by doing that, and restocking the pipeline with talent that was good enough to beat the Yankees, because we came in second place to the Yankees several years, and the only way you can compete is if you have more talent, right? right? Uh, but we turned around the organization in terms of the diversity. We went from the least diverse organization in 94 to in 2002 when I left here to the most diverse organization. And it was all good for business. We got more talent. Uh, well, it was we, great we, for the community, too. It was great for the community. And it reflected the diversity of the community. 
in terms one of two the, by Rutschman is grounded to the right side where Bogarts is stationed and he throws out the number one prospect in baseball six three Adley Rushman <laughs> but but uh, you know it was all part of a, a, a plan to restock the Red Sox make them a good team year in and year out but it was the right thing to do it was the right thing for the community and it brought the Red Sox organization uh, to a place that they hadn't been before that they needed to go exactly and uh, oh, that's still reflected today with the diversity that they have two down for Ryan Mountcastle the first baseman hitting 256 another guy that you brought along yeah I, I love this kid he's I th he's got a good bat I think he's going to end up being a, a good power hitter the, the big thing that he has to work on is his pitch selection right Ted Williams get a good ball to hit right get a good pitch <laughs> to hit when when he and he when he's more discerning that's when he can do some serious damage well Whitlock's pounded the strikes on he's jumped ahead with two call strikes and the 0-2 is swung on and missed he chased one out of the strike zone then we got to keep another half inning sure give you sure glad here. to one two three as Whitlock is dominated after one and a half four nothing Boston on the Shaw's in star market WEI Red Sox Network bottom of the second four nothing Red Sox as we visit with the uh, Red Sox Hall of Famer Dan Duquette and uh, then we certainly uh, have credited the, the great trade you made over the years and, and the great acquisitions it's hard to compare Veritek and Lowe for Heathrow Swoker and then sign <laughs> getting Pedro Martinez I mean the most charismatic athlete yeah. ever and the greatest pitcher that we've ever seen and of course Manny Ramirez too yeah. Here's Jackie and he so, swings and misses strike one somebody asked me a question uh, how do you rank the trades you like Pedro Martinez or you like Lowe and Veritek I said <laughs> they're both pretty good <laughs> yeah take them all but like the Pedro trade that's the one you dream about when you go to bed at night if you're a team general manager right you're acquiring the Cy Young award winner from the opposite league to come to your ball club and we got him for minor league players mm. right so that's the one that you dream about uh, oh two to Jackie fouled out of play but it's it's hard to discount the role that Derek Lowe and Veritek had on this ball club because mm -hmm. Veritek was the rock of the team, right? Yes. And I, he was the leadership of the team. He was the glue that held the team together. He, he hit against the Yankees. He powered from both sides. He led the pitching staff. He knew what it take to get people out. There's a number out in front of the plate. Rutschman picks it up and throws out Jackie. Two to three on the out, one down. So you had a great feeling about the Pedro deal. You knew what that was going to be. When you hung up the phone and, and finished that deal off, did you have any idea of how lopsided that would be and how great a deal that would be for you? Well, I, I knew Pedro because we traded for him in Montreal, and he had struck out over 300. And I knew that we were getting a very, very talented player during the prime of his career. And I also knew that the fans – we're going to love him because he's so passionate. Yeah. He, he's such a diva. He likes to be on the stage. He likes to connect. There's a hot one hopper by Kike to the shortstop. Mateo has it and throws him out. Two down. But, you know, when you talk about Veritek, Veritek's still with the team. He is still yeah. helping the and team. Game planner, yeah. He's a game planner. He, he learned how to game plan from Joe Kerrigan, our pitching coach, who was a master. He learned it from the Orioles. And Jason was a very methodical game planner when he was the catcher in terms of getting ready to help him. And I, I would say his leadership, when he punched A-Rod in the mouth out here, okay? <laughs> the leather sandwich. Okay. 
that was telling the Yankee fans and every Red Sox fan for years that it suffered. We had enough yep. of you guys. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're, we are not going to take this anymore. Okay, we're going to we're going to fight you. We're going to fight you. And to me, that was like the heavyweight champion. You have to knock him out to win the fight, right? Yeah, you and can't it, get a decision. Right. <laughs> and we, we, we went up against the Yankees several times, and we came out on the wrong side of the decision. But Veritek showed the leadership and the grit to lead the team, to lead the pitching staff, and he's still doing it today. So, And I know uh, he's thrilled that uh, you've joined him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I, I was so thrilled when him and Timmy Wakefield went in the Hall of Fame. I came up here with Eddie Haas. My right-hand man, and Eddie helped me with so many trades here. And His son, Matt, scouted for us, and Matt's first signee was Kevin Euclid. Wow. So That was uh, a winner. <laughs> yep, another Red Sox Hall of Famer. Yeah. So Eddie Haas deserved a, a, a lot of credit. And uh, But i, I got to tell you that Veritek showed Denver leadership. swings and rips one into left, the base hit. He finds those openings. <laughs> they get through the infield pretty fast. Line shot into left for a single. He's got a magic bat, that he guy. Huh? Two for two tonight. Yeah, but I mean, Veritek, he can manage whenever he wants to. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in my book, he had the greatest line. I said to him one time, "What's the difference between catching Pedro Martinez and Derek Lowe other than their stuff?" He said, "One is high maintenance. One is no maintenance." <laughs> <laughs> well, he 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 knows his trade. He does. He knows his trade. You know. We used to see Veritek in spring training. He would come down for Georgia Tech, and they would play the first game of the year at West Palm Beach against the Braves yep. at our stadium. And Eddie Haas and I saw him when he was playing for Georgia Tech because that was the first game of the year. J.D. takes And we, we were always itching to see a ball game, right, when we got to spring training. So we saw Veritek a lot at Georgia Tech, and so we were aware of what he could do. He got drafted in the first round a couple of times, and – for some reason, I think probably his stubbornness, stubbornness in terms of the contract, not to sign, go play somewhere else. People held that against him, but that is actually a really good trait to have. You're going to be a catcher. Yeah, there's a ground foul to the backstop by J.D. one and one. So speaking of Georgia Tech, 1994, you're sitting there at number 12, and uh, there's a kid named Nomar Garcia Parra <laughs> on the board. What, what was that draft room like in that moment? Well, okay, we, we, we saw we saw Nomar, and frankly, we were looking for an infielder. Okay, we wanted a college infielder because we needed we needed infielders. And there's another guy, Nomar, we saw him at Georgia Tech too, but we also saw him in the Cape. For years, I had a picture of Nomar and Veritek playing at the Cape, one of them catching the other, the other one hitting on my, on my wall to remind me where you can see these good players, right? But anyway, we were trying to get an infielder. There was two college infielders that were good. Nomar was one. Todd Walker was the other. Todd Walker uh, went to the Twins a little bit later. We got the right one. Uh, we w I went to see Nomar at the ACC tournament. And Walter Yaus, the great Orioles scout. Oh, yeah. Signed some great players for, for me. When I was a scouting director, he signed Greg Vaughn. He signed Jaime Navarro. <laughs> With the uh, Brewers, yeah. With the, with the Brewers. And I went to the ACC tournament. I said, Waller, what do you think? He goes, well, you, you know about the catcher. That's Veritek, right? And he goes, you watch that shortstop take batting practice. He's talking about Garcia Parra. Swing and a miss by J.D., two he, and two. He goes, watch, him, watch how many times he puts the fat part of the bat on the ball. Never okay. broke a bat. <laughs> he, one year he went till September, yeah. and, he, and he didn't break a bat. Just phenomenal, right? Because he could square up the bat and the ball. 
But anyway, uh, we got we got the right guy, and uh, Nomar came through the system quickly. Nomar had a great relationship with Ted Williams. Ted Williams loved Nomar. Where's my kid? He said on the mound the '99 All Star break. Right? Yep, yep. He wanted to see him. Game. Yep. Two and two to JD. Two out runner at first. Four nothing Red Sox in the home half of the second inning. Radish, the right-hander, acquired from the Angels, delivers, and it's taken high, three and two. So Rafi will be running. So Ted Williams and David Ortiz, and the connective tissue for a local kid. What does it mean to wear that blazer as a Hall of Famer? Oh man, I was thrilled when I put this thing on. <laughs> I, 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 I looked down on it. I said, "Wow, man, it's the Red Sox." How about that? Somebody asked me, how, uh, they said, hey, I, when we looked at your Wikipedia page and you've done a lot of things, how should we announce you? I said, that's pretty simple. A couple words. Red Sox Hall of Famer. <laughs> that's all you, you need. You don't need to say anything that's else. It. From where I come from. Three two is low in the dirt. Ball four gets away from the catcher, but no further advance. First and second. How to get you at a table yeah. at most places, right? Yeah, well, I mean, my family, we had like four generations follow the Red Sox. We love the Red Sox. My mother, my father, my grandmother, my grandfathers. And we had, had developed an affinity for the Red Sox because the Pittsfield Red Sox played at Wakona Park, and we would go to those ball games in the summertime. We started watching them when Eddie Popowski was managing there. George Scott played there. A lot, I mean, Carlton Fisk came through there, Billy Canigliaro. But we got to see the Red Sox and know the Red Sox before they came to Fenway. And my dad took us to uh, – Fenway Park, first time ever, 1966, to see George Scott, who had won the Triple Crown in Pittsfield the year before. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. And uh, Here's Xander with a three-run homer in the first inning, up there with two on, two out in the second, and uh, he gets hit with ooh. a pitch, and that hurt right in the middle of the back. Ooh. Oh, that's the second batter that uh, Bradish has hit here, and that loads him up. Xander walking around. He seems to be okay as he heads to first but Brad Pearson the trainer and Alex Cora out to check on him and we'll get another pitching coach visit as uh, Verdugo will come up with the bases loaded well your family's here Dan I know uh, you had uh, one of your sons is working in baseball another uh, in broadcasting yeah D Daniel uh, started out with Nesson then he went to ESPN and uh, he just got a nice promotion so now he works for Walt Disney Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. their parent so, company. Yeah, their parent company. So they, they, they like Daniel. He does doing a great job. And he and his wife, Erin, uh, they live in uh, Connecticut. They have two boys, Danny and Henry, and they were out on the field with us tonight. Cool. We, we had a full roster. And then the, our, my other son, Dana, scouted for me for a couple of years. Then he also scouted with the Marlins. And uh, he's in between contracts right now. So he, Dana's out in Hawaii. He's a strength That's and a conditioning good place to pass the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. He's out there surfing and strength and conditioning. He's working hard, but uh, you know he's got a lot to offer. And then we got two young boys that play ball at home. And then uh, Denise is a teacher out in California. Kylie and Katie, they go to school here. Verdugo takes outside. Sanders seems to be okay. I'm sure he'll be sore though. The base is loaded with Devers at third base, JD at second base. And Bogarts at first. Verdugo hit a rocket in the right for a base hit. Five of his last seven. Bradish delivers home, and it's a little bit high. And your young son Colt is here as well? Yeah, Colt was out there. Colt's eight years old. 
we we got a house in North Carolina. He's a third baseman for the Cape Fear Hurricanes. Ooh. Really? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's doing good. He 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 had a great time. He Trot got Nixon some, country. Yep. Actually, Trot's son works at the same place where the boys work to Ooh. learn baseball. Call strike. Borderline pitch. Two and one. Yeah, Trot's. Uh, Son was was playing for North Carolina State, the oldest boy. Yep, and, it, and he's got a, another boy that plays for Hanover High. He's a pretty good ball player, second baseman, and he works where our boys work. Uh, there's a kid named Fletcher Bates that played with Trot, and he coaches baseball down there. That bounces in, and it's three and one. Yeah, Trot's a regular at our fantasy camp. We love seeing him. And another one of uh, your great acquisitions, Brian Dahlbach, one of our all-time favorites. Oh yeah, he's great. Uh, I saw Brian last year when his club came in. He was a hitting coach for the Nats, and his club came into Worcester. So I got a chance to visit with him, and um, he's 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 a good one. Base is loaded. Three-one pitch with two down. Verdugo takes a strike. Oh, well, he'd like that one back. <laughs> I think he wants to find one in the middle of the plate again, Joe. And you know, look who's on deck with Trevor Story. Do you know the Red Sox in four of the last five games have hit either a three-run homer or a grand slam? Including tonight. Bogarts. Here's the three-two pitch. The runners go. It's on its way, and Verdugo swings and drives one deep toward the triangle in right center field. It is hitting on the track, and unfortunately it bounces into the seats for a ground rule double because I would have scored three runs. But they'll settle for two on a booming double by Verdugo at about 410 feet in the air, and it is 6-0 Red Sox. Whew. That's one where we like to play the game. How many other ballparks would that be a home run in? They're going to take him out. Brandon Hyde, the manager, is coming to the mound. To make a pitching change, it's a home run in a lot of ballparks, and just barely got out of this one on one hop. To as you say, Joe, definitely rob him of an RBI. But I mean, think about it. For a week now, we've said everyone in the lineup is hot except for Alex Verdugo, and now he's six for his last seven in the last uh, two days. And this is only in the second inning here with the Red Sox leading six nothing. We'll keep it right here as Bradish gets relieved and. Uh, Salser coming on, a right-hander out of Dartmouth, whose older brother Coles pitched in the big leagues. As we visit with Dan Duquette here, Dan, of course, then there's Manny Ramirez, one of the great characters <laughs> and one of the great hitters ever. Unfortunately, he didn't make it here for the, his induction, but uh, I'm sure you feel a special connection going into the Hall of Fame with him because you brought him here. Yeah, I, I was thrilled to go into the Hall of Fame. What you're talking about. Manny Ramirez and David Ortiz together, right? Yeah. You are talking about the best one-two punch in the American League uh, other than Ruth and Gehrig, okay? Yeah. And that, that was the two-headed monster in the center of the lineup of the American League for a good period of time, and that was the combination that broke the curse, right? You got Manny, the right-handed hitter, outstanding selective hitter, and then, of course, David Ortiz, arguably the best clutch hitter in the history of the game. I mean, D David Ortiz, you, you have to give David a lot of credit. He went to winter ball for, what, eight, nine, ten years, and he toiled learning his trade. But when he was down there playing for Dave Joust, one year he got the clutch hit for the Dominican League team that won the league and then went on to win the Caribbean Series. He got three or four clutch hits in the games that he had to get a hit in to move him along. And 
Manny and David in the middle of the lineup you take a look at those mm -hmm. numbers. I mean those guys they're serious hitters. So Dan how about 04 because you know ownership changes happen in baseball all the time and oftentimes people in your position you know these things happen but you had your fingerprints all over that team. What, what was going through your mind when they broke the curse and you were there. Yeah I was there I was out in St. Louis and I have to tell you how proud I was to be there. Uh, Wakefield won one of the games here right. Uh, Either game one, or, one right. game one, and then uh, I didn't go to game two here, and then I said these these guys are going to win it. I'm going to go to St. Louis, and I got to see Pedro pitch game three, and Derek Lowe, the best clutch pitcher in the history of the Red Sox, pitch game four, and I was so proud of those guys, and so proud to see those guys do it and fulfill what we had set out to do, and. I was there. I celebrated. I high five with uh, Matt Haas and Danny Haas. They were both Red Sox scouts and uh, my friends. Uh, it was a great thrill. I mean, four, four generations of my family lived to see it, and I, and I was there, and I was I was so proud of the guys that did it. Here's Bo Saltzer, right-hander out of Dartmouth, delivering to Trevor Story, who takes outside ball one, second and third, two out, two more runs home, 6 nothing Red Sox in the second. Story lined a bullet. Caught by the shortstop in the first inning. Salser has been in four games, no decisions, a 3.72 ERA. And the pitch, Trevor Story takes it outside. This certainly has been the, a fruitful free agent signing, at least in the last two weeks, huh? Oh yeah, he had quite a weekend last wow. week, did he? Seven homers in seven games yeah. coming into this one. I was talking to Heim before the game. I said, you know, you get, you have to. Have a little patience, he said. Yeah, of course I, I have patience. It's the, not the fans. The fans. <laughs> yeah. He got booed here, which was ridiculous. But I mean, he, he signed late. Okay, he didn't have a lot of spring training. His wife had a baby. He he missed a little more training time. Got sick. I mean, he got sick. He's coming over from the National League to the American League, and it and it's it's Boston, right? It doesn't doesn't always happen just like that. But this kid's a good ball player. The two-one pitch. He dribbles one out front of the plate. Rutschman has it. And throws to first to retire the side, but the Red Sox get two more. Dan Duquette, thank you so much. Congratulations once again on your induction, so well deserved into the Red Sox Hall of Fame. And thanks for bringing such great diversity to this organization. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. It's a great honor, and um, I'm really humbled by it and happy for my family. Thank you. Indeed. After two, six nothing Red Sox in the Shaw's and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox yeah. Network. <sighs> 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.